Welcome into the DNVR Rockies podcast brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook. Now when you use promo code DNVR, you can place a $5 pregame money line bet on the NBA or NHL. And when that team wins for you, you're going to get $150 in free bets if they win with code DNVR. Only from DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA and the NHL. I am Patrick Lyons. And I'm Susie Hunter. Patrick, um, I am both happy and sad to announce that I am flying back to Denver after this show. Um, I miss you guys. I really do. But I don't know if I miss temperatures in the 20s. Well, that's what you're going to get. Uh, It will be dry, so it won't be humid. Look how sweaty I am. I'm just like always covered in water here. Like, it's so humid. I feel so sweaty. So I won't necessarily miss that, but I'm, I'm not mentally and emotionally prepared for cold weather right now. You, you got to come back. It's going to be a chill. What What was the protocol when you left? I mean, did you layer up or did you bring a gigantic coat that you wouldn't need in North Carolina or Florida? And now you will need like, how did, how did you handle I mean, that? Actually, I so I had like one long wool coat, um, a super cute coat. And I was like, oh, like I'll wear it on the plane. And it actually around Christmas, it was really cold in North Carolina. It was like in the teens. So I actually did need it in North Carolina. So that's the only jacket I have, though. So that's not quite warm enough for what I'm coming back to. But it'll it'll do. It'll do. Yeah. At least it's not in the negatives like uh, like we had a few weeks ago. That was that was rough. Uh, on today's DNVR Rockies podcast, we've got more Rockies news. A couple of players that we talked about on Wednesday's show immediately signed with other teams. So that was disappointing. We'll break mm-hmm. that down. And then probably more than you've ever wanted to know. But I think you will enjoy learning a little bit about current athletes, former athletes who own MLB franchises and other teams around professional sports. It's it's very interesting how this trend is is continuing. We've we've been seeing it more and more. Russell Wilson, uh, he's an owner, and we'll we'll break all of that down and more. But Susie, <laughs> yeah, yeah, Susie, the the big news that came out uh, after our show on Wednesday, Vegas, baby, Vegas, Rockies are going to play two exhibition games in Las Vegas. I'm so excited about this, like personally and professionally. I cannot wait. Also, this graphic goes hard. Um, I think Vegas is going to be so much fun. Um, it also happens to be a couple of days before my best friend's bachelorette party, which is also in Vegas. So I might be having a little Vegas residency. I'm going to push for it. That'll be cool. Have you been to uh, that ballpark? It's it's Las Vegas ballpark. It's uh, it built in 2019, so it's on the newer side. This is the fourth time the Rockies mm-hmm. will have a spring training game in Vegas. The first three were, of course, uh, uh, at Cashman Field against the Phillies and Athletics in 2000, against the Dodgers in 2003 and Mariners in 2009. But this will be the first time uh, at Las Vegas ballpark, home of the AAA Las Vegas Aviators. Yeah, I'm, I want to check this ballpark out. I've never been. I've been to Vegas many times, uh, but not for anything related to baseball. <laughs> so this would, be a, this would be a fun change of pace. I think this, this sounds amazing. I, uh, I really hope Rockies fans turn out for this. Yeah, this makes up for last year's, I'm not going to say debacle, but they – came out i think in january it was like during the lockout it was like hey we're going to las vegas big league weekend they call i think they were supposed to play the guardians uh for yeah. two games right right in the middle of, of spring training and then you know once once we we came back to to the world of normalcy 
with the delayed spring training, shortened spring training. They said, yeah, you know what? We, we just got to get these guys ready for 162. So uh, that got completely canceled. If you have tickets to see the Rockies in Arizona, don't worry. Like those games are still going on. It's going to be split squads. So there'll be some, some guys who will fly to Las Vegas and play in those games. And then there will still be another group of 26 or so guys playing uh, in, in Arizona, uh, coincidentally against the Royals and guardians uh, down in the cactus league. But the, but the question that begs to be asked, Susie, will Chris Bryant come back home to Las Vegas and play in this two game series? I hope he does. It makes the most sense for him to want to play a game in his hometown of Las Vegas. I, I really hope he does. I would lean more towards he's going to. Although, on the flip side, of course, <laughs> he's had so many injuries. He did not have a great season. He was not really there this past season. So he might want to just like stay where he is and focus. I don't know which is the best move for him, but I feel like we'll see him in Vegas. I mean, I, I sort of feel like you may have some background information, like maybe are, are there like no flights booked from Phoenix to Vegas on that weekend? And maybe the Rockies are bicycling to Las Vegas. If so, that would be bad for the plantar fasciitis. Susie, I mean, what do you know? Get, break it down for us here. Well, you know what we do know about plantar fasciitis is that you need arch support and it needs rest. Um, so, I mean, depending on the shoes he gets to bike to Las Vegas this <laughs> you know he better not be clicking in no clicking in mr brian no those are not good those are those are so cramped on your toes i've done so much research on footwear and what is actually healthy for your foot and those those biking shoes they crunch your toes in that's gonna make your plantar fasciitis worse so how, how do you not know a psychiatrist just an enthusiast but how do you know specifically about cycling shoes i mean were you like looking at them because you like the style and you're like, Oh, I might wear these around town. Like, how do you go down that rabbit hole? Cause it's, how does that cross your purview? Like, how are you getting into cycling shoes? Okay. So I'm actually, I am like, I've gotten into barefoot shoes recently. Um, and yeah, most shoes that aren't like barefoot shoes are very narrow, like way more narrow than you even realize on your foot. So that's, that's how I know. All right, I'm beginning to think that you may have bought a pair of cycling shoes, like the clicky ones when people walk around, and you tried running in them. I'm thinking that's what happened, and I don't want to know the truth. Uh, Could you imagine? Oh, my gosh. That would be good. Uh, tickets, I think, go on sale uh, next Wednesday, January 11th. You got to go through the Aviators website, the Marley team, aviatorslv.com, 1 p.m. our time. Uh, I believe, and uh, that, that's where you get tickets. Uh, if you want to go out to Vegas and, and possibly join Susie, uh, in, in doing that. That'll be Listen, cool I, I wish, I wish my friend's bachelorette party was like just the weekend before. So we could go to this game because I would actually, I would probably get banned from like ever covering the Rockies again because bachelorette parties get wild. Yeah. That's especially uh, no, bachelorette like, parties led by me. Yeah. Bachelorette parties are probably wilder than bachelor parties in, in a sense, in a sense. Yes and no. Yes and no. <laughs> we'll, we'll break that down on a podcast uh, later, maybe. Uh, Todd Helton, we got to talk about him. Hall of Fame voting update. Uh, we got uh, right now he's at 77.9% of the public ballots. You need 75% to get in. Again, the uh, the caveat, of course, is that we only know about 31% of the ballots that uh, are expected to be cast. There should be mm -hmm. like 396 
there are 700 members of uh, 700 plus members of the BBWAA Baseball Writers Association of America. I know that number because I was one of the last guys that got let in uh, this past year. So my number was in the sevens. I'm looking forward to getting a number that starts with a six. I'll be a little disappointed if my number's not in the sixes. Um, but only like, uh, what, four-sevenths of those uh, people have been in the BBWA for the 10 years. It allows them to vote. So 396 will eventually get cast. Helton needs 297 for that 75%. He's got 95 votes. He's turned over like 20 new people that didn't vote for him last year. They are voting for him now this year. So we still have a ways to go. But boy, oh boy, I mean, we we're within 18 months of him going to Cooperstown. If it's not this summer, it will be next summer. Yeah, no, that is very exciting. I think he's so deserving. Uh, I am always happy whenever I see someone post a, their public ballot and I see Todd Helton checked off on it. I I like the odds. It's, it's so close right now. It's so down to the wire. But Patrick, my question to you, when you do reach that voting status someday, will your ballot be public? Yes, absolutely. Of absolutely. Course it will. Course. Uh, we during the meeting during the uh, during the winter meetings we had a BBWAA little uh, get together and uh, mm-hmm. Rob Manfred came and, and and spoke with us. In the past, he spoke with all of the media. He just whoever's there at the winter meetings, he'll go and answer those questions. Uh, but he was there just just for us. And uh, before he arrived, we did kind of have an informal vote, like, "Hey, do we want to continue to, you know, vote?" publicly or have our have our ballots public and you know I, I raised my hand even though I don't have a vote I got like eight or nine more years left um and so so I think that was taken with a grain of salt of like hey there's a lot of votes in here from people that don't really matter maybe but I mean if you're in the BBWAA you're in it, it doesn't necessarily have to be segregated to just those folks who've been it for 10 years uh but yeah there are a lot of folks that that don't like the vitriol getting uh spewed at them on social media for their picks. And so they want to, you know, maybe be more conservative, have more of a small hall. Uh, and they want to want to do that in privately. They want to not vote for someone like Derek Jeter and, and, and have a blank ballot. Like, okay, they, they want to protest and do that. But um, with great responsibility comes uh, with great power comes great responsibility. I just yeah. You up. know, it's so <laughs> funny that journalists want to keep something private. Oh yes. I, I think like it's, that. I think it's a little ironic. Touche. Oh my God. It should be public. Wow. Atlantis Morissette. I like, I like what you're going on that. Uh, Tony Walters is a Minnesota twins or twin. He's a Minnesotan. How, 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 when did this happen? I I saw some other Minnesota twins news, but wow. (laughs) Oh no. John Heyman in the middle of breaking, uh, you know, big $300 million contracts and, and, Huge, gigantic trades involving prospects and superstar players going from one coast to the other. Uh, he also tweeted out that Tony Walters had signed a minor league deal to join the Minnesota Twins. So big news, big news. How today. old is Tony Walters right now? Uh, I don't know off the top of my head. I would, I'd venture to say he's about 30, 31. So he's oh, wait, hold on. Speaking of, speaking of how old people are, um, there, there are, there are, there's a Rockies birthday today. I know Chris Bryant's birthday was yesterday, right? Chris Bryant's birthday was yesterday, but CJ Crone turns 33 today, and so does um, Jose Iglesias because they have the same exact birthday. Oh. So happy we, birthday to those guys. We can't say former Rocky. I mean, he's not with them right now, but if he you know, were to resign, he wouldn't be a former Rocky just yet. So we can't say that. We can't but we can call that. him a 2022 Rocky. We can. 
we can't call him that. <laughs> we we could agree on that. Um, that's cool. That's cool. They have the same birthday. I was just looking at the forty man roster, and I think Michael Tolia and someone else. I can't remember off the top of my head. They have the same birthday. Different. I think they're one year apart, but they have the same birthday. So I'm bringing something to the table, but it's also nothing because I don't <laughs> know who that other player is. I don't. I don't remember. I'm bringing something to the table, but it's also nothing. Well said, Patrick. Well pa- said. Patrick true Lyons. Wordsmith. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Uh, Baseball America unveiled their top 10 prospects for the Rockies. Huge day. I don't want to, I don't want to get into too much of it just right now. Uh, we'll ha- have uh, Kyle Glazer on the show next week in studio or not in studio. No, he's in California, um, but I'll be in studio for okay. that conversation. That's going to be a lot of fun. Tovar, of course, is one. Zach Veen, the Rockies' Zach Veen is number two. Uh, we did learn uh, this morning. There's another Zach Veen, folks. Folks, there's another Zach Veen in the world. Pro ball player. Campbell, and also he kind of looks like our Zach Veen. And the also, even more irony to that, he is with the twins. Yes. Twin Zach Veen. It's Veens. crazy, but he, they both have the mustaches and like the long, straggly hair. Like that's the vibe that the, the kids are doing right now. But yeah, they kind of have the same look. And it's, it's, it's throwing me off. It's, I think, I think we should send him a cease and desist. We might have to, or either that, or we have to go serial killer style and have all three names. And we have to say, oh, oh, oh three, yes. serial, what are we going yeah. serial killer style with? You can call it going child star style because they also go by three names. Oh, like Soleil Moon Fry, the first child star you think of immediately with three names. Of course, everyone's <laughs> thinking of Soleil Moon Fry, Zachary Richard Veen. Is is our guy, and then Zachary Collinveen is the guy on the Twins, a pitcher. He's he's okay, but he he's a new guy. Two Zach Veens. The the Twin Zach Veen goes by Z A C H. So I Zach Veen. He's Zach Veen. We've got Zach. Zach Veen. We'll call him Zach from now on. Yeah, it's kind of driving me nuts too that they spell Zachary the same way because there are a couple of ways to spell Zachary, but they spell True. it the same way with the H, but they each spell Zach differently. Not Zachariah or Zacharias. Nope. Just straight up Zachary's. Zachary. The, I've, I was like looking at the two names before we started the show. I was just like, you know, when you look at a word or a name for too long and like, it doesn't even seem like it's a real, or like, is that really how you spell it? Is that even a real name? I don't think Zachary's a real name. No. All right. January 5th, 2022. Mark this, uh, pin this as a favorite. I am predicting, or I am hoping, or wish casting, the Rockies at some point acquire Zachary Colin Veen from the Twins, and he plays on the same team as our Zach Veen. And that means on the backs of their jerseys, they won't be able to just have their first initial. They will have to have their middle initial as well. So you'll have to update your Zach Veen jersey so it says ZR Veen. And then some other people will be a ZC Veen. We need that to happen, folks. ZR oh Veen jerseys. If you are up, oh, Susie, I'm taking it to the next level. I didn't even know I was going to get there until right now, but here I am at another level. If okay. you have a ZR Veen Rockies jersey, Susie <laughs> and I will buy you a beer on the corner of Colfax in York. Not on the corner itself, but at the bar, the DNVR <laughs> bar. Susie, add it to the list. ZR Veen jerseys, you get a beer. Not to be a party pooper, but do 
do we actually do initials in baseball? Because the two Turners on the Dodgers, they don't have initials before Turner, you know, back when they were both on the Dodgers. That's true. They just have different numbers. Which has always been the case, but yet you're right. They're, they're not not Jones, to be a. the party pooper because that this is hilarious. I love this bit. But yes, if you if you out there order a jersey that says Z R Veen, you, you're getting a beer from each of us. That's a two that's our first ever two beer guarantee on the DMVR Rockies podcast. Another reason to uh to, to pin this episode because it's it's historic. It's really historic. I will say I kind of hope um, the other Zach Veen stays with the Twins so someday Zach, the other Zach Veen can pitch against our Zach Veen. Susie, I, I, I'm known for my knowledge of baseball history. So I, of course, have to say if Zach Veen pitches against Zach Veen, that will be the first time two Zach Veens have ever faced each other in Major League Baseball. Again, I know, I know a lot of stuff. I know a lot of stuff. I just you do know right a lot there. of stuff, and you're very good with double uniques. Um, and I know you oh. can kind of like rattle them off. You have a very good understanding of who's got a name that no one else has. But how often do we have two guys playing at the same time who have the same exact name? Because we have the Wills Smith, you know. Yeah. How often does this happen where we've got multiple guys with the same name? Every 3.4 years uh, is the rough approximation. No, no. Um, Bobby Jones is another one. There are two pitchers named Bobby Jones for a period of time, one of which uh, did uh, play with the Rockies. He came up through their system. Actually mentioned him, mentioned him on Monday's show. So this is a big – this is Bobby Jones week. Is what this, this is happy Bobby Jones week to those who observe. There's also a story I can remember reading a decade or so ago that there was a pitcher named Big Jeff Pfeffer, so P-F-E-F-F-E-R, and there was another guy that because his last name was Pfeffer, because this was a thing back in the day, you go, hey, there's another guy that had your same name. So they just started calling him Big Jeff Pfeffer, and his name wasn't even Jeff. So there are two Big Jeff Pfeffers out there in the world. And again, it's just people just weren't as that's original. That's actually hilarious. Like, I, that's a great bit. That's, yeah. that's a great bit right there. Folks just weren't original in, in the early 1900s where, oh, you've got the same last name as this guy, so we're going to give you the exact same nickname. I, I, I don't get it, but. Chaos. I, you know me. I root for chaos always, and that aligns with my personal beliefs in that everything should be chaos at all times. Sure. And, of, and of course, there's going to be people saying, well, what about Eric Young Sr.? Eric Young Jr. didn't play oh. at the same time. Yeah. Different father and son. Yeah, it's not it the same. It doesn't count. Because. No. The one named the other one. It doesn't count. Ken Griffey Sr., Ken Griffey Jr. They come from the same family tree. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, so back to the the prospects for the, for the Rockies mm -hmm. on Baseball America. Again, I don't want to give too much away, but three draftees uh, in the top 10 uh, from this last year's class, Gabriel Hughes, Sterling Thompson, and Jordan Beck in the top 10. You've got new 40-man roster player, Warming Bertabell. And Jordy Vargas slides into the top 10. Go back and listen to the episode we had about a month or so ago with Stephen Rice of the Fresno Grizzlies. He raved about Jordy Vargas, giving him a Pedro Martinez comp. So that's very, very high praise if you're interested. Yeah, that's huge. Uh, if you're if you're interested, 1 p.m. today over on Baseball America, you can check that out. They got a Rockies chat with Jeff Ponce. Uh, and again, next week we'll talk with Kyle Glazer about all things prospects. That will be uh, that'll be a lot of fun. What day is that? Do we know? Wednesday. 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 Got it. Wednesday. Got it. Will be the day at 11 a.m. So you can try to get in. The barn is not open yet. 
Uh, but you can, you know, you can bang on the doors and say like, Hey, there's, there's Patrick and Susie uh, on Wednesday uh, down on the corner of Colfax in York, the DNVR bar, man, if you're a diehard, uh, besides all the free drinks that Susie and I are buying for folks, depending on the different jerseys that you have, there's at least four right now that if you wear it to the bar, you're getting at least one beer update. The ZRV jerseys will get you two beers. Two one beers. Each. One from two each beers. of us. And wait, it's one time only. Not each time you wear it in. One time only. Have we decided <laughs> on that? We got to specify here. Each I guess time? we do. I guess we do. Yeah. But... First time. First time you do First it. Time. And then after that, you get you know free high fives. Major props. You also will get fifteen uh, percent off your your entire tab if you are a diehard and signed up at the DNVR.com. Twenty percent off DNVR every locker. time, <laughs> every single time. Twenty percent off the tailgates. Already a good price this Sunday for the Broncos game. It's going to be uh, absolutely fantastic for that one. Diehards only Discord where. Uh, there's all kinds of wonderful conversations about maybe some things that we can't talk about on the show or don't want to talk about because it's skiing or pro wrestling, which Susie is now, you know, she's getting on the bandwagon just a little relax, bit. Relax. There's momentum. There's momentum. We'll leave it like that. Um, but that's, 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 again, those are all the great things you get when you are an official diehard. And you also can get yourself 10% off when you use code DNVR at FOCO. That's FOCO.com, you know, just like the uh, first two letters in Fort Collins, FOCO. Boom. Colorado company. It's great. Uh, they've got our back here for Colorado sports. They've got the 2022 Stanley cup championship gear from the abs. Jokic back-to-back MVP bobbleheads. Get it now because he will have three in a row calling that one. They've got the Rocky city connect bobbleheads. It's fantastic. Um, they've got your back. They've got our backs. You can have our backs, vice versa. Use code DNVR over at foco.com to get yourself 10% off. Again, Broncos country. That's the way to go. Absolutely fantastic. Love the branding. I was talking with Spence on Monday about like just their cans are something that if there was a shirt that looked like their can, not not mm-hmm. just the can, but just that style on it. I mean, you would <laughs> buy it. And they, they do that already with some of their stuff. They will make like, uh, I think they've had, had a Nuggets jersey that they made for uh, the Vanilla Porter Jr. Like their branding is is amazing. So I love the uh, the Orange Crush logo on mm-hmm. their cans for uh, Broncos Country. Uh, go to breckbrew.com so you can figure out where you can pick up some Broncos Country Pale Ale near you. It's the only thing Susie drinks when she's in Florida hanging out with her friends. You know it. Facts. <laughs> Raphael Devers, 11 years, $331 million contract. Largest deal in Red Sox history. Previously, it was only... 217 for David Price. Only good for the Red Sox for locking down Rafael Devers because I think Red Sox fans would have torn down Fenway if the Red Sox didn't do something like this any yeah. sometime soon. So congratulations to him. Congratulations to the Red Sox. This just this makes so much sense to me. Yeah, they they had to do this. They they had to, had to make sure that it wasn't Betts, Bogarts, and then Devers. Nope, he's going to be around. Sixth largest deal of all time in total money uh, behind only Mookie Betts, Mike Trout, Aaron Judge, Francisco Lindor, and uh, Fernando Tatis Jr. Just ahead of Bryce Harper there. You you have to think Nolan Arenado is kicking himself even more. Why didn't I opt out? Like, Susie, come I, No one knows. We still don't know. Why the heck? I'm kicking myself because I saw his agent down at the winter meetings and I didn't think to ask him, 
what what's what's going on? He probably wouldn't have told me, but what's mm-hmm. going on? Why didn't he opt out and get some more money, man? He could have secured I, an even bigger bag. Listen, I swear, I think Nolan didn't opt out so he could keep getting because he we're st- we're still giving we as in like the Rockies. The Rockies are still giving the Cardinals money for him. Is that not right? Yeah. Yeah, so I think he just did it to be like, ah, I'm going to take this one last jab at the Rockies by taking their money. I think that's why he did. I think that's, that's why he did it. That's wild. Yeah, that's I big. I think he did it to spite us. Big if true. So right now he's got five years, $144 million, uh, remaining on his deal. So he becomes a free agent at the age of 37, which is like a spring chicken compared to these, you know, contracts given out to guys until they're, they're 40 years old. Mm-hmm. I sort of think that, even if you lowered his uh, average annual salary down to $25 million, sign him for seven years, that's $175 million. Mm-hmm. From the Cardinals alone, like even if he just goes, if he goes back out into free agency, he probably would have gotten easily $200 million. But even the Cardinals, I would have thought, would have been able to pony up $175 million. But yeah, he's happy. He's all right. He's confident in his ability to win a World Series ring before his cousin Josh Fuentes does with Atlanta this year. He's confident in that. It is the World Series watch right now for the Arenado Fuentes family. Yeah. We'll come out on top. We will, we will. see. Tune in uh, next week to find out. In our chat over on DNVR Sports Channel on YouTube, Alessandro wants to know, will the Rockies make the playoffs? Yes. This year? No. Well, we need, well hold on. That's it's, it, This is just a one-part question. Yes, they will. You know what, Alessandro, you're going to have to leave another comment in the chat or a question if you want to know what year that is. But yes, they will make the playoffs. Is it the year? Is it the year 2023 AD? Are you asking for yourself or for Alessandro? I'm asking for Alessandro. No, it will not be this year (laughs) or 24 and maybe not even 25. We'll we'll have to wait and see. Look, they can surprise. This is why we play the games. It won't happen this exactly. year. Exactly. But they they are they are on the, the the comeback path. Like I've described it before, a plane, it feels like it's going down. We have have officially gone to the point where the pilot has pulled back on that yoke and we are we are going up. We are headed back upwards. The treetops are rubbing the bottom of our plane right now. So we are down there, but guess what? We are back on our way up. We're gonna yeah, Alessandra did chime back in and say that she was asking about this year. No, no, baby girl. No, no, no. They, Alessandro, is that could be male? No, I thought it was Alessandra. I'm so sorry. Bring that sure. comment back up so I can see it. <laughs> if not, oh my god, Alessandro, I'm so sorry. I read that wrong. I will still call you baby girl. We we've got a big contingency <laughs> no. uh, with our with our homie Matteo here coming from from Italy. A lot of folks in Italy right now really liking what we do. Are Appreciate we the that. top? Are we the top baseball podcast in Italy? But yes, yes, we are. Matteo, what's up? We love this. Love this. All right, for us. Uh, let's let's get to the big topic of the day. There there's still some some more free agents that we have. Oh yeah, Zach Davies. He's back with the Arizona Diamondbacks. Mm-hmm. The two guys that I said that I really liked forgetting even about their numbers, although they had okay years. Wade Miley was a little banged up. But I'm mm-hmm. like, bring in Zach Davies. Bring in Wade Miley. Davies signs uh, yesterday afternoon. One year, five mil, three million incentives. Wade Miley signs with the Milwaukee Brewers. One year, 4.5 mil with 1.5 million in incentives. Bummer. Too bad, so sad. Too bad, so sad. Patrick, it just goes to show you that the baseball world, the front offices are out there listening to us. And when they think... Maybe the Rockies could be thinking about 
these guys that we like, they're like, oh, we got to snag them. If the DNVR Rockies podcast likes them, we need to we need to scoop them up. We can't let the Rockies have a better number four starter. No, no, no. That could shift the balance of the NL West. We got to make a move. I think you're right. You're on to something here, Susie. You are. It will totally throw <laughs> off the feng shui of the NL West. For sure. Can't you can't have that. that. You can't have that. All right. What we can have is big topic of the day. Players, active, former, buying up stake in teams. I mean, that, yeah. that gives you an idea of how much contracts are getting to nowadays where players are being compensated so heavily. And yeah, there's some folks out there saying, ah, this is an embarrassment. They shouldn't be getting paid that much. Supply and demand. They're getting paid what they're worth. In fact, if anything, they might be getting paid less than they're actually worth. But those contracts are so high, they can now go out and uh, purchase teams even while they are active players. It's wild. But you know what? These are investments. Yeah. It's not just like, oh, I'm going to buy this Lamborghini. It's like, no, you're buying something that's going to give you a return on that investment. So I I am all for it. I love seeing this. Yeah, great point. The return on investment for owning a, a team is a lot more than you can get just about anywhere else. I want to say, mm-hmm. I don't know, the S&P 500 is like 9%. If you own a team, it's at least 12%. It's it's a lot. So a story came out uh, last, uh, a week or two ago that kind of got the, the wheels turning in my head, which is always dangerous. Alex Rodriguez uh, and his buddy Mark Lore exercised their option to purchase the next 20% of the Minnesota Timberwolves and Minnesota Lynx of the WNBA. They purchased 20% last year, uh, and then there was a clause that allowed them to purchase another 20% this year and then another 20% in 2023. So eventually, A-Rod will be a, a part majority owner of the Minnesota Timberwolves. Not, not just part owner, he will be a majority owner at that point. That would be pretty well. Also, they couldn't give a rod the jersey without the huge AT&T logo in the middle of it. Like, yeah, that's they, true. they couldn't give him an unbranded, unsponsored jersey. What are we doing? They they knew what number they're like, OK, he was 13 on the Yankees. And then his buddy, Mark Lohr, is like, hey, did you play T-ball or something, dude? Like, we'll put a number on there for you. And you're like, I was I was always a single digit. I wasn't a big guy. I was uh, I was good in school. So I focused on that. So props to, to Mark Lohr for that. Uh, if you remember a rod. Him, I think it was him and J Lo. Like they were oh. in a group. They were trying to bid on. Uh, They're trying to bid on the New York Mets. Oh, you know, I was living for this when this story was out. Um, yeah. this is, I guess, before we knew each other. But I was absolutely living for A Rod and J Lo together trying to buy the Mets. I'm glad it didn't work out because obviously their relationship did not work out, and the Mets did not need more in- instability when it comes to what they have going on. So I think things worked out better for the Mets. Obviously, um, you know, J-Lo and A-Rod don't have to share a baseball team together. But it's also hilarious to me that, like, all the money those two have, and they didn't have enough money to buy a a baseball team. Yeah. Yeah, their bid uh, was not enough for Mr. Stephen A. Cohen. Uh, He Mm -hmm. had had the better bid. He had the better bid. Um, Patrick Mahomes, the guy from our thumbnail. Uh, Unfortunately, yes, I know. We, we don't want to talk about it, but we have to. July 2020, during the pandemic, you know, he signs that that mega $450 million deal with Kansas City. Uh, it maxes out at 503, and he quickly turns around, reinvests that in the Kansas City Royals uh, and, and a place in Kansas City at Kauffman Stadium. They actually spent a lot of time when he was a kid uh, as his dad pitched in the, uh, uh, in, in the AL Central uh, and even before that. Uh, with the Minnesota Twins, his, his father, Pat Mahomes, big leaguer. So 
mm-hmm. that that was really shocking at the time to have such a, a current athlete, a young athlete too, that hadn't made his money like someone like LeBron, which we'll get to in a second, mm-hmm. to just immediately reinvest and go, oh my gosh, yeah, I guess you could own a team. And that's probably a good look too for, for everyone involved. Yeah, you know what? I think that this is such a good look for a you know a current athlete, a young guy to do in the city that he's playing in because it just shows another level of commitment to the city he's in. It actually, I think it's really beautiful. Um, does his wife own um, part of the soccer team down there too? I believe so. Yeah, yeah. Sporting KC, um, and it, yeah, obviously he owns part of that too. And mm-hmm. uh, well, anything that either of them owns, the other one yeah. also owns that. But you're right. There, there, there was some news. Um, about his uh, his wife, they're married now, right? They, I believe, they are married now. Yes. Um, yes. But she, do we know if she still suffers from RBF or uh, has she been getting treatment? Oh my gosh! <laughs> but, Resting bitch face. What? No, that's what it stands for. I just read an article about her condition. I don't know. Uh, anyway. Oh my god! Where did you read this? This is funny. I, I didn't even know you knew that term. RBF. Come on, I, I know a lot about medicines. And the medicals and doctors stuff, you know, I'm a big doctor stuff guy. You should know that. Um, Giannis, I'm not going to pronounce his last name. Giannis. Uh, yeah. Uh, he joined the Brewers ownership, uh, during the 2021 NBA championship run that he had with, uh, with the bucks, which now begs the question, if we've got one, two time, not just two time, but a back-to-back NBA MVP buying stake in his hometown National League Baseball Club. Will Nikola Jokic be next? Will he possibly buy shares in the Colorado Rockies? Oh, I would love that. I would love to see him getting in the mix of things. He's got good vibes. How I'm just interested in seeing him throw out the first pitch. Like, what would that look like? I don't know that he's. (laughs) I don't know that he's played much baseball over there in Serbia. Europe is not a big, uh, big baseball continent. <laughs> no, no. I mean, yeah, my dad is from Europe, lived there until he was 13. But like, he's told me stories about how like they would play baseball in gym and like n- the gym teacher just had no idea what the rules were. Just no clue how to even do it. Yeah. So they just kind of made it up. I like that. That that, yeah. that works. I think, mm-hmm. Ethan, I'm sorry. There's better than a 0% chance. Maybe it's 1%, but there's definitely a better than a 0% chance. I think that again, that's such a great look to reinvest in in, in your hometown. Uh, I think the Rockies would benefit with, by being associated with Nikola Jokic. So, again, I think it makes sense for both parts. And, again, we're talking like 4% stake. A lot of money. That's still a lot of money. It's still but, a lot of money, yeah. Uh, you know, I would love to see – I would love to see any Denver athlete invest in – you know, any other Colorado team. Imagine if Russell Wilson invested in the Rockies. I think that would just make up for what he has given us this season. Would, yeah. Would he put himself in the starting lineup at some point, perhaps? I mean, (laughs) uh, he's, he's a good ball player. We know that magic Johnson, of course, is, is one of those first athletes to get involved in an ownership group. Uh, 2012 with the Dodgers also owns a piece of the LA sparks, uh, mm-hmm. And now LAFC is an MLS club. Nolan Ryan, he bought into the Texas Rangers ownership in 2010, uh, sold his stake after seven years, but still owns the Round Rock Express uh, AAA team in the Pacific Coast League that plays the Isotopes, uh, that, and it bears his name. He was uh, the Ryan Express. So, boom, you got a minor league team named after him, which is pretty neat. Actually, that is really cool. I didn't yeah. even put that together. Yeah. Yeah, There, uh, there's also a minor league team named after Dale Earnhardt Jr., 
which I know, right? Well, he's I think he's from Kannapolis, which is in Maryland, I want to say. No, that's in North Carolina. The Kannapolis uh, Intimidators. That's that's named after uh, Dale Earnhardt Jr. It's oh pretty neat. Gosh. Yeah. Hmm. Um, okay. LeBron James. LeBron James invested in the Fenway Sports Group in 2011. So uh, he's also partial owner of Liverpool FC of the English Premier League. And I couldn't really turn up any exact information about him owning the Red Sox, but if he is part owner of the Fenway Sports Group and the Fenway Sports Group owns the Boston Red Sox, ergo, he could be coaching third base at some point um, when his career is over. He might do that for, for funsies. Why not? Why not? Actually, that would be fun just for like a day just to see what it's like. Yeah, no, totally. Totally. Yeah. That, I'm, I'm, I'm down with, uh, with, with seeing him, uh, on the field for something like that. And I'm, and I'm down for having one scoop of athletic greens each and every morning, 75 high quality vitamins, whole food source, superfoods, probiotics, minerals, adaptogens. Need I say more Susie and I swear by, it, especially when we're on the road, they've got travel packs. In fact, they want to give you five free travel packs. In addition to a free one year supply of immune supporting vitamin D when you make an order, when you make a purchase, all you got to do is go to athleticgreens.com slash Rockies. That's athleticgreens.com slash Rockies to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. If you're looking to win a couple bucks, NBA is still doing it right now, still going strong. The Nuggets, one of the best. They got a game Thursday night. We'll see if Jokic can, can continue to further this narrative that he should be the back-to-back-to-back MVP, going Jordan-esque on it. Uh, you can wager on that game if you would like. If you want to get on the action, go with DraftKings Sportsbook. That's what I use, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. All you got to do is lay out five bucks uh, on any NBA team to win pregame money line bet. Pick a team in the NBA. Could be a big favorite. Probably going to be the Nuggets tonight. Uh, I think mm-hmm. they're going against the Clippers, so I feel mm-hmm. good about that being a dub. But even if you want to take something that's uh, that's somewhere else, just look at the lines on DraftKings Sportsbook and say, oh my gosh, this team is minus 350 to win. Then you know what? Go the safe route, pick that team, because if that team wins for you, you're going to get $150 in free bets. It's really that simple. It's yeah, a it's a good great. deal. It's very good. You can also, if you want to go a different route, uh, or in addition to that, you could just do some same game parlays and say, hey, I think this event will happen, not that, this one. Get creative, feel like a genius when it hits, especially when you see what that payout is, because it's going to be even bigger with two, three, or four of those same game, game parlays. Mm-hmm. Uh, stacked on top of each other. It's it's a great way to have a really great payout as well. Again, uh, all you got to do is use promo code DNVR and uh, make a $5 pregame money line bet on the NBA. And when that team wins for you, you will get $150 in free bets. It's, uh, it's that simple. That's code DNVR only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Minimum agent eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Thank you, Patrick. There we go. Uh, his, historically in MLB, uh, some of the other names you might recognize, Bing Crosby. I didn't know this. He owned part of the uh, the Pittsburgh Pirates, roughly no. about 20%. Yeah, for about 30 years until he died in 1977. How about that? That's insane. I didn't know that. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Uh, Albert G. Spaulding. Yes, the, the sporting guy, Spaulding. Uh, oh, that's Spaulding. That's Spaulding, not to that's confuse Spalding. it. Not Spaulding Gray, A.G. Spaulding. Different AG than Athletic Greens. It was Albert G. Spaulding. Uh, oh, okay. he, he owned the Chicago White Stockings, which was actually the precursor to the Chicago Cubs. It wasn't the White Sox. The White Stockings were, again, that they became the Cubs. Very strange how that happens. Connie Mack, my guy, Cornelius McGillicuddy. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, he was not only a former player, but a manager of the Philadelphia A's. He actually holds the record for uh, tenure by an MLB team owner. He first uh, began owning the team in 1901 and then shortly before his death in 1956. So 55 years. I actually would have guessed there would have been some owners that have owned their teams longer than that. But 55 years, I mean, that really is a long time to think about. Yeah. Oh, really is. I did see, I saw a post the other day um, that it was 50 years ago that the Steinbrenners bought the Yankees for like $10 million, like nothing, no money. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That was a, that was a wild anniversary. I think he got a pretty good deal. I think it was CBS broadcasting uh, on the team. Uh, And then George Steinbrenner was just a guy who owned a shipping company in like Cleveland. And you're like, all right, whatever. He realized what he had there and uh, bought him, brought him back to prominence. And then, took them out of prominence and, you know, almost had to be basically was banned from baseball. And, uh, and his team said, George, we are not listening to you. We're not going to trade away all these really great prospects because they didn't, they, uh, they had their dynasty uh, in the nineties in spite of, uh, of George Steinbrenner, Charlie Comiskey, Comiskey park. Think of it right in, in mm-hmm. Chicago, the real white Sox. Uh, he owned up for, he's a former ball player uh, as was Clark Griffith who owned the Washington senators and uh, Branch Rickey uh, player, general manager, president, uh, of his ball club owned part of the uh, the Brooklyn Dodgers for a period of time. But Susie, I didn't stop there. I went to some other sports. Of course. I, I was curious. I, I wanted to know. In the NFL, Dolphins. Do you know who uh, are, part, uh, are limited owners of the Dolphins since 2009? Who? Venus and Serena Williams. They got in early. That's good. I lo- You know what? They are so ahead of their time, always. I love yeah. that. Yeah, they also bought some of the uh, LA Angel FC of the National Women's Soccer League, NWSL. Work done, uh, played with the Falcons, uh, as a minority minority stake owner uh, of the Falcons. Uh, that started when he retired. Lewis Hamilton, which I, I missed this when the uh, uh, Walton-Penner group bought the Broncos, but Lewis Hamilton, former uh, Indy One race car driver, was actually a part of that group. Um, so I, I, I kind of whiffed on that one. Um, okay, so the Broncos ownership group like also includes Condoleezza Rice. Yes, that's right. It's so weird. It's like, look, we just need money. We don't care who it is. If you're cool, sure, you can own like 1%. Because again, it's just an investment. The proof is in the pudding. Does does Condoleezza Rice, does Lewis Hamilton, could they name five players? I bet you Lewis Hamilton cannot even name five. Name five players. players. Love that. Name them. He's probably more likely to name five different types of Broncos, of, of horses, he could probably name that more than before he could name a player. Uh, in the NBA, Sacramento, a.k.a. Shacramento Kings. Shaq bought a small stake in 2013. Of course, Michael Jordan, really one of the first major people to get in the game. 2006, uh, bought part of and, and was a part of the expansion. Uh, Charlotte Bobcats, later, of course, renamed them back to the Hornets. And then this was one I didn't know. Uh, Dwayne Wade, he owns part of the Utah Jazz as well as the Real Salt Lake over there in Utah. Hmm. What? Why? Why so much in Salt Lake? I, big Utah guy. I don't know. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, Aaron Rodgers owns part of the Milwaukee Bucks. I think he got in with Giannis. Uh, Giannis A. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's insane. Again, I love when dudes invest in the local team. Yeah. I think that is that is so great. I would love to see that here in Denver. I'm jealous that other cities have that. It'll be interesting if he does go to another team this offseason in the NFL. Like, how will 
how will Bucks fans, you know, feel about that? Like, I wonder, especially if he like turns up and if he plays for like the Miami Dolphins next year, is he turning up at a Miami Heat game? Bucks fans not going to be too happy with something like that. Rightfully no. so. Um, in the NHL, Mario Lemieux owns part of the Penguins. Marshawn Lynch. Let's see this graphic. Susie, I'm curious if you can identify the other person with uh, Kraken's owner, Marshawn Lynch. Do you know who that is guy that, is? Was that Macklemore? Ding, ding, ding. There you go. That's right. Macklemore. Oh, my gosh. Along with Marshawn Lynch, owns part of the Kraken and the Seattle Sounders. Good for Macklemore. Why not? Good for them. That's fun. What a combo. Yeah, he does. Look, when you save money, uh, instead of buying, you know, brand names in store at full price, if you go shopping at the thrift shop, you know what I'm saying? You can save a couple bucks and make <laughs> some money. I think that was a good investment. That was good. That Thank was you. good. All right. In the MLS, Inter-Miami, David Beckham, uh, part ownership there. Uh, the ownership group was originally Miami Beckham. Vancouver Whitecaps, Steve Nash. Philadelphia Union, your Philadelphia Union. Are you mm-hmm. ready for this? Yeah. Owned by a current NBA superstar, Kevin Durant. Yes. I didn't know that. That's so yeah. weird. Also owns part of uh, the Gotham FC club of the NWSL. So Kevin Durant, big soccer guy, tall soccer guy too. A tall soccer guy. Yes. There are there... a lot of, a lot of celebs and athletes in the ownership game. I feel yes. a little left out. I feel like I should, maybe I should be a part owner of the Rockies. Get Maybe. How about yard goats? Let's start there. Maybe yard goats work your way up. That could work. Actually, yeah, I'm going to look into this. Look into it. Um, Kevin Durant, now probably the officially the tallest soccer guy, uh, bypassing Peter Crouch. And if anyone has been following soccer long enough to know who Peter Crouch is, you love that reference. You're welcome. Uh, Nashville, Nashville SC of MLS, Titans running back, Derrick Henry, Saints running back, Mark Ingram, owns part of DC United. Houston Dynamo is owned by both uh, Oscar De La Hoya and James Harden. Harden owns a minority stake in hmm. NWSL's Houston Dash. And the Seattle Sounders, uh, as I mentioned, McLemore uh, is, is a part owner there. So is Ken Griffey Jr., but also Russell Wilson. Susie, how are you feeling that Russell wow. Wilson still has ties to Seattle and does not own part of the Colorado Rapids? I am actually so offended. Uh, This hurts my feelings. It is upsetting to me that he is not yet invested in the city of Denver. And he has only made two appearances at Coors Field. So this is is some BS. This is some BS. I think he has a lot to do to make right with the city of Denver. Yeah, when his season is officially over and uh, if we actually are able to get together uh, a tailgate uh, and a party bus for a Colorado Mammoth game, he needs to show up at a lacrosse game. Uh, With his checkbook. Exactly. Yes. I, I did see the team. <laughs> I did see a couple, you know, players who own like part of like lacrosse. I think Wayne Gretzky owns a uh, owns part of a team in the NLL, uh, which is a thing. Uh, I'm I'm not gonna lie. I just I, I never got into lacrosse. Never I've even been played to it. a lot of lacrosse games for some reason. Um, but yeah, I mean they're fun. They're fun events to attend. I could see you do put out a little bit of uh, I've got a couple professional lacrosse league ticket stubs vibes. Uh, you put that out a little bit. Thank <laughs> no. you. Wow. Thank you so much. <laughs> That's such a confusing uh, statement. You're like, I, is that insulting that I don't wait? No, I have digital tickets, not ticket stuff. The ticket stub part is the thing that could be offending that, you know, you, you print out your tickets. 
Oh, in this in this environment in this economy Patrick, in this economy uh, also la angel fc or angel la angel city of nwsl owned by legendary soccer player mia ham mm-hmm. and uh, candace parker of the wnba but uh to finish off on soccer and talk about ownership group it's not an athlete well i guess technically as I, I tried to find as many baseball players and as many baseball tie-ins because, mm-hmm. spoiler, this is a baseball show. Uh, allegedly, um, this is a baseball show. I uh, I did some digging and I learned that one of the owners of LAFC is uh, has played some professional baseball. Uh, he's been a part of 10 different organizations. That man's name is Will Ferrell. Now, Susie, do you remember, and I've forgotten about this, Will Ferrell, as part of a big project in 2015, uh, they, they had a little HBO documentary, Ferrell Takes the Field. Do you remember Will Ferrell played in 10 different, played for 10 different teams, five different games on the same day in the Cactus League in 2015? I vaguely remember this. <laughs> <laughs> Will Ferrell was doing a lot of weird stuff back then. So <laughs> I feel like this, I, I really forgot about. Yeah, this is just wild. All right, so he played. (laughs) There are 16 teams in the Cactus League. So I'll give you a little quiz here since you don't remember. This is perfect. There are 16 teams in the Cactus League. He played in five games. So for 10 different teams, was one of those teams the Colorado Rockies, Susie? Go with your gut. No. You would be correct. Uh, Did he play at Salt River Fields? Yes. You are – yes, yes. (laughs) I'm not trying to stump you. But... Who doesn't remember this? Like, I'm doing a great job. Yes. Uh, it helps that there are two teams that that, that call Salt River Fields uh, their home. He he was there with Cincinnati and Arizona. But, yeah, didn't play with the Rockies. Typical there. So, you know. Typical Rockies missing out on the excitement. Susie, I looked at, I was looking at actual box scores. Like, that's how in-depth I got on, on my research here. Because I wanted to figure out, like, how bad was this? Like, they move, I think they moved some game times around. So there were some at 12, some at one, some at two. There were like two night games. So it allowed him to play a little bit of everywhere. But there were basically three 105 games that day. So it was Kansas City and Cleveland, Milwaukee and Colorado, and the Angels and Cubs. And he opted to play with the Angels and Cubs. So the Rockies left out in the cold. Once again. Once again. That was a bummer. So what did he do? He had two at-bats. What do, you, what do you think the outcomes were? Did he put one of them in play? Did he lay a bunt down? Did he strike out both times? I, I'm gonna okay. So I'm gonna guess he struck out once. I'm gonna guess he tried to bunt because bunts are pretty funny, and he's a funny guy. Okay, I I I would have guessed at least ahead of time that he would have leaned into one and just dove in front of the plate and got hit like right in the back. That would have been amazing. Uh, he didn't do that. He did strike out twice. Oh, okay. Yep. Zach Stewart struck him out of the Angels. And I looked up in the bo- Giants box score. Mystery. I don't know who the Giants pitcher was that, that struck him out. I could not find it. The box score was not accurate. I did a lot of digging. I don't know. There's a mystery person out there. Oh, yeah. my gosh. We need, uh, to, we need to find out. If anyone was there at that game, please let us know. Because he played all nine positions, um, he also played third base coach when he was with the Cubs. Uh, and he, of course, you know, Instead of actually using signs where, you know, he's he's touching his nose and ears, uh, he he held up actual signs um, as the third base coach with the Cubs, uh, which which was uh, quite funny. Swing as hard as you can. <laughs> and you can see everyone just standing up on the third base side, like just standing up, taking photographs. They're like, this is interesting. So I, I, I got to watch. He still has the helmet on. He still has to follow the rules. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, played a little bit of everywhere. So third base coach here with the Cubs. Also pitched for the Dodgers. Wow. He, yes. Um, his catcher, Austin Barnes. Still active. In fact, he's the longest tenured. I don't know if you knew this. Think about it, with Justin Turner now gone. He's the longest tenured position player on the Dodgers right now. He hadn't even made his debut yet in 2015, which is kind of neat. He faced one hitter. Wow. He faced one hitter, Rico Noel. Mm-hmm. Tip of the cap to him. He laid down a bunt right back to Will Farrell. He got him out. So he did pitch a third of an inning. He doesn't have an infinity ERA. He got the guy out. And Rico Noel, I, I don't know if he was rewarded for this, but later that year, he did get to have a cup of coffee with the Yankees. So I feel like he was rewarded. He did his service to the baseball world. Mm-hmm. Will Farrell, he Will Farrell has a baseball reference page, Susie. Look it up. Now, here's the thing. If you type in Will Farrell, don't uh, go to the page for Willie Farrell. That was a Negro League player. That was a real player. But when mm-hmm. you just type in Will Farrell and hit enter, it takes you to like an old version of what the baseball reference page looked like. And so you can kind of see his stats and his numbers oh from that day, gosh. which is pretty cool. That's really funny. Also, what a thrill it must be to be, you know, a guy who has not debuted in, you know, with your MLB team yet and like getting to, yeah, pitch off or getting, yeah, to play with Will Ferrell or against Will Ferrell. That is wild. I don't remember this. I I had a lot going on in 2015, so. I went down to spring training 2015, like like a week later. And so I think Mm -hmm. I was just too busy worrying about my own schedule, but uh, that's pretty neat. And I never saw it. I, I I need to search that out and and watch that. He did it as like to raise charity, um, yeah, or to raise some money for for a, a charity uh, for someone that you know he knows and loves. So uh, that's kind of neat. It wasn't just hey, look at me, I want to play baseball. It was it was for for a good cause. For a good cause. Okay, we have to figure out where we can watch it. We still haven't done our watch along for um, League of Their Own. So I I've been thinking about it a lot more lately. It, mm-hmm. it will be happening now that we Honestly, have time. I mean, this is like that lull right this now. Is the perfect like, time. We don't have anything else going on. So we need to do these watch alongs. Yes. Uh, we can, we can start now. We can tell people to start now if, if they would like, because if we don't get to it next week, I think we'll, we'll start at the week after that in January, we will be talking about a league of their own, which is on Amazon prime, Amazon prime. That's right. Cause mm-hmm. I have that one. I have Amazon Prime too. Like I have it. I'm I'm ready. Like I could watch it. I could quit, watch it right now. Let's end the show. Quit bragging about having Amazon Prime. I mean, geez, we get Amazon it. Prime. Buy- Where do you think I got this green screen? You're you're, you're going to be buying ownership stake in the Hartford Yard Goats. Like we get it. All right, quit gloating. I I'm do looking it- into it. I'm actually I'm going to text Tim Restall and be like, okay, what do I have to do to be a part owner of the Hartford Yard Goats? I think that would just be a really great full circle moment for me. Even, even if you owned like zero point one percent. I mean, that could still be a couple thousand dollars, but you, is it worth it for the bit, right? Like $5,000. I don't know if that evaluation, we have to do a little shark tank math. If you yeah. have $5,000 for 0.1% would be $5 million. That's too low. 5,000 for. Cause the ballpark, itself, the, the ballpark itself cost, um, I think 71 million to build. Hmm. So and the ballpark the- itself is worth more than five million. Yeah, they're the city owns that. The city, the city does own that. So I'm like, okay, but yeah, I don't know. We gotta, it- we gotta do some research. I'm gonna do some digging. Um, but in terms of committing to the bit, Patrick, if there's one thing I can commit to, it's the bit. 
Ethan, yes, we need some investigative journalism now. Can't do that right now. Like literally as we're talking on this podcast that is broadcast live on YouTube on the DNVR Sports channel. You're already Um, on the podcast and watching A League of Their Own on Amazon Prime right now as we speak. You can't do a third thing. Like My bandwidth can only – I first of all, I only have two screens right now. And also my bandwidth can only handle so much. You can't. It's – man, it it could be – I mean, minor league teams are, are worth a lot. I mean, the Yargoats, they do really, really well. So they do. You, you might have to settle for 0.01%. I'm texting Tim Rustall right now. Five, yeah, it might have to be 5,000 for 0.01%. You would at least be on the email chain when the ownership group needs to meet to make decisions. Like, you might get left off the email. They're like, I don't even, I don't even want to include her on, on that. Tim, exclamation point. What do I have to do to become a part owner of the Hartford Yard Goats? Question mark. I, I'm a talk to texter because I'm in my my mid-60s now. I like that. I think that works. And again, you'll take <laughs> any kind of steak. What if what if you have to settle for like ownership of a hot dog stand of like a rolling hot dog stand cart? But but they'll put your DNVR Rockies caricature picture on it. That would be fine too. Actually, I would love that as well. Uh, the Yargoods do have a. I would. I think that's like one of my dreams. Definitely is to have some kind of food cart at that stadium named after me because there is actually a local personality who has a food stand at Dunkin' Donuts Park. Dame Drops, a Connecticut guy. Yes. He has a show on Netflix about food. Um, he is like very famous on the internet for doing reviews of food in his car. He has a stand at Dunkin' Donuts Park. It was supposed to debut in 2020. Obviously, there was no 2020 season. They got it together. And yeah, so they that's the thing they do. I am dying to get it to get in on this. It's it's simple. It's very simple. Mm-hmm. Susie's smoothies. Done. Let's make it happen. I'm not a smoothie girl. What's with the name? But the, the isotopes are it ties in with the family of the Rockies and the smoothies and Coco Montez. Come I on. am not no, no no Coco Montez needs to have the smoothie stand. That is the branding he needs to do. We know Patrick, we know that I'm a nacho girl. Yeah, but uh, do we do we have a name? Like what it's gotta really pop. It's, That's why Susie smoothies works you don't patrick i thought you knew me so well and you clearly do not get the brand you need to go expand the brand go go sit in the corner and think about what you've done just now hashtag expand the brand okay i'm not i'm very anti-fruit like in general so (laughs) i don't like fruit so but but you like like tomatoes on your nachos look i'm gonna expose people with my own investigative journalism, if I feel necessary and I feel attacked. So, you know, we, we should end I this before attacked. I feel attacked too, Patrick. Okay. Look, Look at us. us now we're on. Now we've, we've created a sports yelling show. Congratulations. We're, we're, we are no better than Shannon Sharp and, and, and Skip Bayless at this point. Yeah, we <laughs> should, you. All right. We're we back. We're back. Okay. <laughs> we're, oh, we're good. Oh, wow. See, I thought we were going to end before one of us said something we would regret. Uh, you look, you were not going to regret all the wonderful content that we've got over on Twitter at DNVR underscore Rockies or for me at Patrick D. Lyons on Twitter. And you can find me at the Susie Hunter on all platforms. This has been a blast as always and momentous as well. But you know what they say about momentum, Susie? What do they 
did I say, Patrick? It's only as good as your next show. So Susie will see you on Friday for the Susie Show with a very special guest. With a tarot reader. Very special guest at 5 p.m. on the DBR Sports Channel on YouTube.